You're listening to SoFloRadio.com. Well, people sometimes ask me if I have any words of advice for young people. And here are a few simple admonitions. Never interfere in a boy and girl fight. Beware of whores who say they don't want money. In the long run, these are the most expensive whores what can be got. If you're done business with a religious son of a bitch, get it in writing. Because his word isn't worth shit, not with the good Lord telling him how to fuck you on the deal. Good afternoon and welcome to the Groove It's On. I am Tony C. And of course, I'm joined live in the studio by the master of production and engineering, the man to make sure that our groove is satiny, smooth, and my on-air El Jefe. Say good afternoon to Los George. Good afternoon to me. Good afternoon. Happy birthday. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Of course, every Groove It's On centers around an attitude of gratitude. Mucho mahalo to everybody tuning in live and downloading the show here in America and around the world, y'all. Y'all, this is this. We've now managed to do two birthday shows. Yeah. In both, you know, your birthday was back in December. And now, you know, I got mine today. And so it is brutally hot outside. Oh, oh yeah. Lord have it's okay. mercy. I tell myself, this is the place I have chosen. <laughs> this is this, right. Thank you, Hyman Roth. <laughs> I know. Had a little, had some stuff yeah. going on, so we uh, we were on, we were away for an extra weekend. My philosophy is, it's summertime. If Congress, okay, if our government can like take a powder for three weeks, so can we. You really have to admire them, though. They got absolutely nothing done, so they trimmed down their summer vacation from five weeks to only three. <laughs> you know, yeah. mighty one. Prot, did you see any of the clips last week from South Beach when it got flooded out? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. This is I, I was thinking of you though because you know several weeks before that you know we got it up here because we didn't get that up here it was only down in South yeah. and I'm, not, I'm not, wa- like, not like that there's- yeah but I was watching the news and uh, there's a guy kayaking and I thought of you immediately because yeah. you know yeah. you know he was like kayaking I, I, on I Lincoln my- Road it was like those environmentally conscious Gen X Y Z pussies down there don't have the yabos to fire up the airboat cruise around the neighborhood. The good old boys like in Davy. Davy, oh yeah, yeah. But, oh yeah, that was the, one well, of the best you know. things I ever saw. Is a guy literally cruising down his block. Hey, just say hello to you folks. With with, with all due respect, uh, Davy is right there on the edge of the glades, and that's airboat country. Oh, absolutely. Uh, the South Beach people, though, I'm disappointed that they weren't out there with their sea dews. Oh so yeah, have, how come they weren't yeah. out there jet skiing? The problem right. because you know why? Because the water may not have been deep enough. That's the thing. The airboat goes above the water. Right. The, the jet skis Still. actually have to have a submersion. Of like to a certain degree, yeah. It looked like it was deep enough. It did look like somebody was like shooting from like a double decker bus, like a tour bus. Yeah, it was going around. It's just hilarious to see that they, they don't even, they literally don't know how to handle it there up here. People are like, "Hey, man, you know, better fishing." 
Yeah, well, that's, a, you know, Davy's a swamp. I mean, what, what can you say? Sorry, with all due respect to Davy, I visit often. Hey, look, I used to live there. I like Davy. You know, I, it's all I right no, with me. I, I got no truck with Davy. I ain't got no trouble with Davy over there. How you doing, pal of mine? How's I'm doing great. Going? It's wonderful. You know what? Yes, it is hotter than hell out there, but uh, on the other side of these windows from the air conditioning, it's beautiful. I know. It really is. is it, that's uh, the whole thing. Yeah. If, if we could only get this air conditioning, that's it's the only thing. What, are you trying to air condition the whole yeah. neighborhood? Close the door. If only I had a bubble <laughs> that I could travel around in with wheels and a sound system. Yeah, right. If I only had GPS. some way of yeah, getting from point A to point B, B with my air with conditioning my air bubble, I think it would look something like my Honda. Yeah. yeah sure. <laughs> so obviously we have been away for that extra week. And, uh, you know, I can't even imagine how much stuff that went on that I would normally get to that I'm not going to get to. But there's so much stuff to get to that we got to get going. Let's go. What do we got today? We got Kid Creole proves he's the most furious of the Furious Five. Oy, oy, uh, oy, oy they. Okay. Big Pharma says, opioids for all my friends and turns New Hampshire into my college dorm room, thus forcing the Granite State to change its motto to live free or don't. Is that that uh, drug-infested den New Hampshire? That's that exactly it, baby. We love it. It's, like, you know, it's, <laughs> it's Lewis Carroll's sitting room. They've, they've turned Tuckerman Ravine on Mount Washington into, you know... A sitting room for, for druggies. Trump Trump said that, and all the Floridians are go. Hey, wait a minute. Well, that's all. They, <laughs> hey, wait a minute else? now. Florida's efforts to retain the top spot is the most <laughs> fucked up state in the <laughs> union. Yes. Continue in droves. You hear about the sinkholes get even larger now? Yeah. It just swallowed up another two houses. Our sinkholes will eat up their sinkholes and <laughs> and everybody else's. Right, our sinkholes. Right. We, we are all, all the rest the of y'all sinkholes in one of our... hole of sinkholes. Right. All the other sinkholes like, go one, in there maybe. never to be found again. I mean, this is quite literally a, a sandbar. The entire state is nothing but a glorified sandbar. It's, that's why it floods all the time. I got something for you. You're going to like... I got Ann Coulter and Matt Drudge attempting to crawl out from under the, their rock of cognitive dissonance. Mm. True story. Okay. Plus, the president channels his inner judge smells. Okay. <laughs> okay. Trump National Course in Bedminster, New Jersey? A dump? You should see where I live most of the time these days. <laughs> also, more life coaching from the victim of the slowest overdose in human history, William Burroughs. Along with further proof that Sam Kinison is indeed a good role model. And I'm going to explain why my summer reading list has me convinced that no matter what Lennon and McCartney thought Mother Mary had to offer... When I find myself in times of trouble, it's John Kenneth Galbraith who comes to me speaking words of wisdom. Of course, all of that and more is going to be smothered in the finest, most diverse groove anywhere on the air with some freshly cut slabs of grade A prime groove from the Magpie Salute, J.D. Simon and the Purple Velvets, just past 2 o'clock in the only Hollywood that matters anymore. Yeah, Hollywood. Florida. That means it's just past 9 o'clock in the morning on the Big Island. Shout out to Paula and the Kau crew. Just past 7 o'clock at night. Dublin, Lytham, St. Anne, Lisbon, the rest of Western Europe. And yeah, just past 8 o'clock, where? Bedingestrand, Sweden. <laughs> Shout out to my man Duncan out there and all the other Nordic group here. Yo, Gramps, you ready to light the candles on this super ready? rich, multi-layered cake of funky yum-maliciousness? If you blow them out. Damn Skippy. Saddle up and stick around. The Groove of Dawn on SoFloRadio.com.
And then I quiz you like a teacher Give a speech to you while I impeach the ones with the crowns in My voice resounds and take it from me Then you will see I got the G, the key double E I got the know-how And I will show how the hip-hop will grow Now I got you I got you Nothing to hide. Being thoughtful with the microphone, I take you for a ride. Slide, glide, do the hoop and scoop your life. Five, Drexler, your girl, I wanna get next to. Hold up, I gotta flex to the stage. Then engage to do the knowledge. Then backstage is where I'm headed. Don't sweat it. Sit down, clown, and just let it be. Set it free. Get it, see? I got G, certainly. And I've got you. I've got you. I've got you. Well, I see the party started a little early at some of your places too, huh? You're doing the right thing, fuck it. Such a moral push, isn't there in this country? To try and get us to behave. Don't fucking drink and drive. God, they have made such a big fucking deal about this, haven't they? It didn't used to be such a big fucking deal. You had a few drinks, you drove home. Now you're a dick, you know? Now you're a fucking asshole. Child killer, child killer! Attempted manslaughter! Attempted manslaughter! You know, like you're going out to your car to go, Well, I sure hope I slide into a family of six tonight! I bet I can pass out before I make the stoplight! Yeah, that's not your fucking attitude. You're doing your best. You know, don't drink and fucking drive. Shit, we don't want to. I mean, you don't get fucked up so you can see how well you do on the test later, you know? But there's no other way to get our fucking car back to the house! How are we supposed to get fucking home, man? We've got to drink and drive. They don't want to accept it. They don't fucking want to accept it. Like, we're all going to ride the bus. Give me a fucking bus pass, all right? Bus blast, please. We're not going to ride the bus. We're going to fucking drink, and we're going to drive, and we're going to pull it off. Because most of us do it every single fucking night. I drink, folks. I won't lie to you. I wait till everything's done, and then I blow my fucking brains out. I drink. I mean, you know, if you're gonna drink, once in a while, you gotta fucking drink. You just get. No. Now, every once in a while, you gotta think about the women that broke your heart and go, oh, make that two fifths of Jack Daniels! Yeah, every once in a while, you just gotta go. I know, everybody's like trying to be straight now. Doesn't that piss you off, these fucking rock and roll pussies? Yeah, I watch MTV all the time. They have the Rock Against Drug commercials, that whole campaign. And these guys have, like, you know, slid into fucking school buses and killed 20 children. You know. 
Rather than the facial license, they made a public service announcement. Yeah, no shit. Yeah. I love these guys. They say, hello, listen, don't get caught with drugs or you'll have to do a commercial just like this one. Yeah. I, I think I found the message. The message is don't get caught. Rock against drugs. What a fucking name. Somebody was high when they came up with this title. Yeah. It's like Christians against Christ. Lesbians are like, hi there, my name's Alice. I own my own security business. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking big bitches, man. I have an ass bigger than yours. <laughs> but this girl was beautiful. She was so cute and pretty. Said, I just love women. I think men are indulgent and selfish and they just think of themselves. And I love women. And I said, oh, well, well I, I agree with you. 
I agree with you. I love women too. If I was a woman, I'd probably love a woman too more than you know, rather than have a fucking guy in my life. I understand. <laughs> and it was the old standard rap guys. You know the fucking rap. Really? You don't really understand all I'm saying? Well, of course I do. Of course I do. I understand. Sure. So we started going out. You know, started living together. She started paying the rent. Of course, this was back when I was broke. And. Uh, it was funny though, man. She came up to me one night. She goes, "Yeah, would you mind if I brought another woman into our bed?" Now, what fucking guy is gonna mind, huh? <laughs> what guy is gonna throw a fucking shit fit over that? Huh? What? I can't believe this. Oh, this is the end. What? Are, are you saying I'm not enough for you? Are you a sick little fucking trap? Yeah, sure. Every guy knows, like, well, honey, if that's what you want, if it'll make you happy. If watching me fuck one of your friends in front of you will get you off, then darling, I love you. That's just part of that marriage vow, you know. Through sickness and health, this is pretty sick, and I'll do it for you because I love you. Come on, how many guys right now, how many guys in this audience, if your girlfriend came to you, if your wife came to you and said, listen, I'm, I'm a little bored with the rut we're in sexually, would you mind if I brought a friend in? And we had a sexual, nasty little adventure like that. How many guys would say, honey, I love you enough? Give me enough to me, darling, that I'm going to do it. I'm going to be your sex puppet. I'm going to be your fucking dick. And I won't enjoy it. I'll look at you the whole time, and I won't enjoy it. I promise. How many guys would do that right now? Listen to it. Listen to it. How many guys? Oh, that's love. That's love. I didn't expect that kind of response. I expected two or three guys. I didn't, I didn't expect 90% of the guys to go, God damn it, I love her that much, Sam!
man could want, a lot of things that a man could need, a lot of fights for a man to fight. You can't always win, but you got the right to try. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
a couple of years, yeah. I'm your outside
There you go, baby. I like them apples, huh? That was Mick Jagger and Jeff Beck doing Committed Crime. That was live by request at the White House, which I thought was interesting. I mean, honestly, the coolest thing, seriously, in my opinion, the coolest thing that, you know, that would that there would be about being the president is you could basically just have anybody you want come and perform for you. And you just well, not relative relatively it, speaking, you can have you know they got to like you. Yeah, well, I'm a likable guy when it comes to Sure, but news, I'm just saying for example, this president. Yeah, well, that's the whole thing. Could perhaps what some I'm, I'm interested to who see Who did he some Chris Rock and <laughs> like who was the the inauguration? Nobody. Chris Rock. For for Trump, yeah, he did the inauguration. I think I don't think so. That's, so that just that just sounds wrong. Some, some that of, sound wrong? Some some of the Mormon Tabernacle Choir. <laughs> yeah, the Mormon Tabernacle. Not all of them, because some, I'm just saying, you know, I, I'm not sure if it's the president who actually decides, you know, finalizes the choices for you know who gets inducted into the Kennedy Center honors. I'm curious yeah. to see who Trump brings in. <laughs> that ought to be interesting. There's got to be some family member of his that has a band he's going to induct into the Kennedy Lee, Center. Lee Greenwood. <laughs> Lee Greenwood. Yeah, that wouldn't surprise <laughs> me at all. Before that, a double shot of Ron Sunshine in the smoking section. Not even if I could, an outside neighbor. Both of those tracks are back-to-back from its very first release called Pick It Up. Came out in 1994. Ron's an old friend of mine. He, uh, he's the guy, God bless him, to this day, he's the guy that actually got tickets for me to go and see Parliament Funkadelic with the P-Funk Orchestra. This is in the mid to late 80s sometime. Second row at the Apollo. That was a show. That, that's, that was a show. Unbelievable. He has a brand new CD. I played a number of tracks off it came out uh, last year. Um... I can't even remember what it's called. Bring It Home. It's on the Rondette Jazz label. Ron and I actually once, you know, it's my birthday today. Ron and I, I'm wearing my Werkstatt shirt. My uh, very good friend Robin Wertheimer, her and her husband, uh, they own Werkstatt, the finest in Austrian cuisine located in the heart of Brooklyn. They actually, they got named for having the best pretzel in New York. Try, mm. to, try to goulash. It's the best in the city. Myself and Ron actually once sang happy birthday to... Uh, to Robin, so that's kind of what reminded me of that. Before that, I had uh, a couple of Sam Kinison cuts from uh, his first album, Have You Seen Me Lately? Just hilarious stuff. You know, as you were saying before, you know, he's, he's talking about these You got to shut up. You can't can't yeah. let it out of the bag. Like, we drink. We drive. We're yeah, going to get away right. with it. I remember when I did. I, not anymore, man. And in between that, Cage the Elephant, Ain't No Rest for the Wicked, that actually originally came out in 2008 on their first CD, but this version is from their brand new CD, which is a live uh, CD called Unpeeled. So, interesting stuff. We like the song. You know, it's a classic. It's good stuff. It's a nice mix, too. Before that, Gangstar got you from their first album, though, when Mr. Nice Guy came out in 89, kicking it off. Yeah, the Beatles, the word. The word is love from Rubber Soul. I love that. And that's like my favorite Beatles era, you know, the uh, Rubber Soul yesterday mm-hmm. and today, Revolver. That stretch. You know, right after Bob Dylan turned him on the pot, basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's basically it. Then they then they started doing the Maharishi Maishi Yogi bullshit. Yeah. And, you know, now we're off to the races with that crap. I, don't, I saw a really, really cool picture of George Harrison. Like, staying with, like, he almost looked like he was making, like, gang, mm-hmm. you know, hand signals or something. But it was just, you know, it's one of those pictures. And it was from back in the mid-60s. It's black mm-hmm. and white. He looks mean. It's just, what a great picture. So, 
What caught my eye recently? Well, I got to tell you, this one jumped right the fuck out at me. Here's the headline. Gypsies are threatening America, defecating every, everywhere and beheading chickens, Tucker Carlson warns. I was wondering when other people would notice. I have, I've, I've been trying I've been crying out about this it's, for a long time. Um, this is one of those things where the uh, these are refugees. They are called – I believe they're called Somas. Is that what they're called? I can't even remember what it is. They are – they're Romas, that's it. They're yes. Romas, that's it. And yes. they're gypsies. And, of course, they're like the largest, I think, uh, they're nomadic. And so they have no homeland, and they are they have just, it's been hundreds of years. You know, they've been in Eastern Europe, and now they're, you know, in Western Europe. And they're getting, you know, because of all the nationalism and, mm-hmm. you know, xenophobia that's going on, not just here, but in Europe as well, mm-hmm. okay, they're just getting wailed on. They're getting Whale well, they're not as transient as they used to be. They they have been living here in America. Well, they are, and there's communities a town, for a long time now. I knew. There is a town in in Pennsylvania. It's called California, Pennsylvania. Okay, and um, I had the quote right here. It was uh, angry residents. There there was like a meeting. They had like a town mm. hall meeting. Angry residents Thursday's meeting said newcomers throw trash around the throw trash around, park their cars in yards, disobey traffic rules, and are disruptive in markets. Hmm. Others said that they've seen Romanians, which is incorrect. They're not That's Romanians. Right. Correct. Okay. They're correct. That's incorrect. That is incorrect. Okay. Killing chickens and children, defecating in public. Now, I want to be clear on this. If throwing trash around, parking cars in yards, disobeying traffic rules, and being disruptive in markets is a litmus test, then we'd have to be angry at basically half the folks living south in the Mason-Dixon line and more than a few live in North. America. I was going to say, it was like, boy, have you been to Hannandale? <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you. Let me tell you something. I lived when I was living in Hawaii. I lived in the town of Ocean View, Hawaii, and well, this is not hyperbole. If you didn't have at least five vehicles in various states of disrepair strewn about your front yard, then you just weren't trying hard enough. Okay. I sh- I'm, this is not. I shit you not. I would drive around there, and you would see cars. They would literally. People would like. When their car died, they would like find a way to get it into Kau and into the ocean, into Ocean View, and they leave it on the side of the road with like duct tape on the window that says AV, abandoned vehicle, and they just leave it there. And somebody else would come along and tow it to their front yard, and then they'd leave it there. Huh. And I would drive around town. There were people there with that had like double digit abandoned vehicles in their front yard, you know? And as far as throwing trash around, well, that's where they threw their trash. They would throw them into the abandoned, into the abandoned vehicles. vehicles. Convenient. Yeah, the term that I uh, learned, this was a new word for me, anti-Ziganism, which is racism directed at the Romani, not Romanian, right. Romani, Romani people as an ethnic group. There is at the Anti-what? Say that again. It's anti-Ziganism. Anti-Ziganism. Or Ziganism. Okay. I'm thinking it could be either. You know what? Either way. Alex Jones. <laughs> okay, yeah. His really. name is a punchline. That's it. Yeah, that really is the punchline. But, um, you know, one of the people there, you know, was being interviewed and said they're super sweet and they're, they're, you know, learning our local customs. She said, for example, at first they kept using the back door of the store because they couldn't read emergency exit only. Once the sign was put up there in their Romani language, she said, nobody's touched that back door since. Okay. Okay. But um, the, uh, the thing from Alex Jones, I'm trying to find it. Here it is. Alex Jones was going off, and he uh, did, you know, one of his blathering, you know, mm-hmm. ranting you can red see the face, veins yeah, yeah, bulging out. He goes, 
Your kids get. I'm gonna, you ready? Here's my my oh, Alex. Boy, let me turn the mic down. You're here. Your kids get kidnapped out of your backyard. Big kidnappings all over Europe. They find them with these gypsies, and even liberal groups just say, "Let them have your kid now." It's it's part of their. It was it was in Italy. They actually find them with kids and let them keep them. Oh, they've had your daughter. For three years, just let them keep them. Let the Muslims rape your wife, too. It's okay. They only got probation because it's liberal. Seriously, that's, that's you know, verbatim what he said. That's about as good as I can wow. do. Yeah, I know. What you, are you going to do for the rest of the show? I now feel your voice the, is can you feel the love? Yeah. Can you feel the fucking love? That's tolerance. That's acceptance. That is understanding, you know people around the world somebody told me that patriotism is love of people from history you've you've never met and mm. hatred for people from other parts of the world you've never met yeah <laughs> that's yeah. they describe that as patriotism yeah. ain't, ain't so what else well this one this is interesting um when i first read it i i didn't make the uh you know the connection originally. Hip hop pioneer Kid Creole charged with murder in fatal stabbing of homeless man in Midtown Street. Now mm-hmm. this is Kid Creole right. from the F- Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five, right. not Kid Creole from Kid Creole and uh, the Coconuts. Well, that's a relief. I know. Right? I was going to have to burn all my Coconuts records. I, I can't deny we've had some good times. It's a great song. It's a great scene from that movie too, Against All Odds. Mm-hmm. And he does that whole show. I actually saw them live uh, at a club called The World. Yes, it's used a, to exist down on it's Avenue A. It's, it's a snappy tune. I also I saw like I also saw a big audio dynamite there. Oh, and the band opening for them, the Swimming Pool Cues. <laughs> I know that's you know I thought that was good. You, know, you got I really. Was, I want to see that show. That's what you know. All the the terminology now. You can basically everything's a new name mm-hmm. for a band now. You turn so basically what happened was Kid Creole. You know. Uh, Basically, was arrested and accused of killing John Jolly uh, on 44th and 3rd. Uh, he was one of the original members. The one-time trailblazing pioneer basically uh, – uh, he's been a handyman and security guard since he left the Furious Five. He had a run with Jolly who was drunk. Um, there had been no prior relationship. They had words. Things got out of hand, and it was some sort of diss. Glover got Jolly, convicted rapist. Jolly, by the way, is a convicted rapist and sex offender. Mm. He thought that this this guy was hitting on him. And so basically he turned, interpreting the guy was making an advance towards him. One thing led to another, and he shivved him twice in the chest. Now, I don't think that's right until I found out that the guy is a convicted rapist. Yeah. Yeah. So now. I don't feel so bad. Kid Creole. Yeah. Creole, yeah, 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 let him out. Yo, convicted rapist. Sure. You know? Yeah. Damn, absolutely. He, karma. He, he should consider himself lucky. Imagine, imagine how many times he'd have gotten shivved <sighs> if, if he was a convicted rapist and actually where he should be, which is in mm-hmm. prison. Yeah. I have very mixed feelings about vigilante justice. I do, too. On the one hand, on a personal, emotional level, I'm a big fan. However, uh, acknowledging that we have to live in a civilized society, I don't believe that the system ought to condone it. So it's kind of an acknowledged hypocrisy. However... I'm gonna like we can't. There's we, karma. Yeah, we karma. can't create a system that allows for it 
But I'm sure glad that it happened. Well, you know what? Yeah. That's yeah. where we're headed these days. Well, I don't know. Moving around. You know, there's, um, I spotted this one, uh, Manny's, which is uh, one of the big music stores on 48th Street. 48th Street was where all of the stores that sold musical instruments in New York were. 47th was Diamond District. 48th was the music district. It was Manny's and Sam Ash. One of my favorite places there was We Buy Guitars. That was the name of the store. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's where I got my first. I got my my first ever uh, electric bass there, my uh, Fender Music Master bass, and a little PV amp. Mm-hmm. I got them down there. I actually got that at Sam Ash. Manny's is closing, and like they're all they're done now. All these places are done. Hartke, I think they moved uh, Sam Ash, and now Hartke, which is you know they make uh, amplifiers. Um, they moved in. You know they had to get rid of their. Uh, own space, and now I believe they're in the basement. They have a whole basement space at Sam Ash. Like they pulled that up together, and so that kind of, you know, it's one of those things from my my childhood. You know, because that was like you know when you're a kid, you're into this kind of shit. Hey, let's go down to Forty Eighth Street and wander around. You know, you could go back in those days. You literally could just go down and kind of you know futz around with a few of the instruments and stuff. They let you play. It was kind of nice. They didn't have that sign that said you know no stairway to heaven. Mm. Allowed, you know, they didn't have that. Uh, this guy. Here's one. Another thing in karma, this guy, uh, Martin Shkreli. Oh, yeah. My my favorite guy. Yeah, Yeah, he was found guilty on three of the eight securities fraud charges. This guy is a scumbag of the highest order because I saw interviews with him afterwards, and he's like, fuck you. Basically, fuck you. No, Martin. (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) Yeah. Seriously, you know, one can only hope that Kid Creole... Okay, uh, gets gets basi- share cell. Get, yeah he gets gets basically gets a pass for you know temporary insanity and then is walking down the street and confronts this son of a bitch and thinks that he's hitting on him and gives him the same treatment. Not that I not that I endorse sure. or condone that kind of thing, but this guy needs to be bitch slapped for a while. He really just does need to be put in a hole someplace and mm-hmm. just things thrown on him. Oh, you're going to love this one. Ann Coulter shred Sean Hannity. Quote, you're going to love this. You ready? Mm-hmm. He would endorse communism if Trump did. Oh, my God. Yes. I told <laughs> you that I told you earlier this week that I had found something for that that Ann Coulter said that you would like and oh, agree with I, wholeheartedly. I, I quote her uh, periodically. <laughs> well, when... when um, her? You quote her. him. I quote, yes, quote I, him. Quote, I quote him. Yes. Because, uh, sorry if I dropped a character. Yeah, I know. I'm, I, it's all right. Uh, you know, my favorite Trump Trumpism, Trump thing is when he made fun of the disabled reporter. Right. And the Trump- what she said, she's like, yeah, that's you know, it's normal. Or and the and the Trumpsters, no, the Trumpsters say no, he wasn't. You know, everybody scrambles to defend that. Sure. And so I go with her defense. I I quote her from her book. Right. What did she and do? her defense? She said he was he wasn't making fun of that specific reporter. He was just doing the standard retard. Right. Yeah. He was making fun of retards in general. Calling him a retard. Yeah. See. Isn't that nice? I'm like, oh, that's you know what? She's absolutely right, and I agree that that's exactly what he was doing. Yes. And 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 I'm gonna go with that. I'm gonna go with that explanation. Well, she's right. But, she, uh, she's you know, right on this. Too. She basically yeah, just. Yeah. Smack the crap out of him, and now you know Fox. They just can't help themselves. The uh, this guy uh, bowling, he's like got suspended. What that, is the, going? What on is going on is that that is exactly at what Corp that, that is a cesspool. Uh, is what is going on is this fucking going, Plato's retreat moved to like Plato's. 
It's like Plato's Retreat moves to Sixth Avenue. Plato's Retreat. Here, here. Let me let me put an ad out for for people to work at Fox well, News. Well, it's the BD. Wanted. It's, it's the bondage well, right. domination room. From, from this is there. this is the ad to work at Fox News. This is this is who works at Fox News because this is the ad. If we lived in an honest world, wanted soulless whores <laughs> to lie on a daily basis to the American people. Do you have any shred of morals? Need not apply. All right. Because that's that's who works there. Must who be. else works there? You show me someone who at Fox News I agree. that has a molecule. Uh, Shep. Uh, Shep. Shep. Shepard. Shep. What the fuck are you doing there, yeah. Shep? Hey, look. No, 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 no. We need to keep him there. Okay. That's the key. You got to keep him there because there are these people that only watch Fox. So we can't okay. have him leaving. More, more on. Is that was that all, was that all that she? Is that all you, you know, basically that was it. I just that okay. one. You know. Okay. I'm so used to her basically standing up because she was she wrote the book in, in Trump we trust or whatever, mm-hmm. and now she's kind of you know literally we're reaching that stage where the only people left. Supporting him are going to be the only people that he wants. We'll get to that later. Right. I got stuff on that later. Right. All right. But, you know, must be willing to, soulless whore, must be willing to be degraded on a daily basis. There's no, nobody there that has any morals. Okay, so we got Florida news. Sinkhole, yeah. obviously, yes. much, much bigger. New Florida law lets residents challenge school textbooks. I was wondering oh. when Kansas would get around to uh, Kansas, being Oklahoma, here. Oklahoma, Texas. Yeah. You know, what is, I saw this thing on television, it was some, you know, one of these news shows where they were saying that in the, they, they were, they've been doing all of these interviews and polls and surveys of Trump supporters, people who voted mm-hmm. for him and are still firmly in his corner. And like almost half of them said that it was advanced education that was to blame for the widening chasm Mm-hmm. of ideology in this country. And I'm thinking to myself, so basically it's a difference between smart people and, and stupid, stupid people. people. Right. I, so what you're saying... Yeah, that's basically... It's just a really nice way of saying, you know, you got your smart people over here, and see, these other people, they're dumb. They're, yeah, well, the dumb people are literally blaming... So it's like yeah. science see, bad. If you weren't so educated, you wouldn't disagree with me. That's exactly it. Hey. Oh, oh, oh. Well, that's the old well, thing. Yep. The Mark Twain with I the guess. Mark Twain line. It's a lot easier to fool somebody than to convince them they've been fooled. Sure, I know. I mean, what else we got? This one this this one made national news. Teenagers who laughed and filmed disabled man as he drowned may face criminal charges. You know what this reminded me of? Mm-hmm. Yeah, did you hear about this? Yeah, these, these kids. Yeah, yeah. You know what this reminded me of? The final episode of Seinfeld. Yes, that yes. was the first I, thing I, I thought of because I, I believe that like it actually, takes place in Massachusetts there, there and there is a law. Actually, laws. Yes. Yeah, but not in Florida. No, no. I don't think. It's, what are you no. kidding me? Uh, it's Florida. Florida is the no fault state. Nothing's oh, yeah. the fault. Yeah. Nobody's the fault of anything. Florida ACLU sues to stop Trump voter database. So what, Good. The, what the state did was they basically they didn't go all the way. They're they're only they're they're willing to put together the information on voter regi- voter register, you know, the, mm-hmm. the voter registrations that's already publicly available. Yeah. Kobach just fucking giving Harvard a bad name. It's amazing the people out there that give Harvard a bad name. He's just, one of them. This guy, just because you're I was smart. talking about this weeks ago, he's not 
stupid. What he is is morally vacant. That's what I'm saying. T- IQ does not does mean you're a good person. Absolutely not. You can not. be an evil genius. Have you heard of these people? They're out there. They exist. You know, so the Florida Division of the American Civil Liberties Union, mm-hmm. whose sole purpose for all you people out there, oh my all God. the conservatives like, you know, his ACLU leftists. The ACLU has one purpose. It's sole purpose. It has only one client. One client. You know who that client is? The people. No, the Constitution of the the United States. Its only purpose is defending Mm -hmm. the Constitution Constitution. of the United States of America. How is it possible to be against them? Whether or not you believe in what they're going to – they are fighting – Funny – you should mention that because one of the first things that happened that caused me to start realizing that I had been lied to all my life because I was a small government person and that's why I was a Republican because they said that they're the small government party. And they start screeching about the ACLU. And right. I said, and I would say, wait a minute, excuse me. Uh, you are screeching about this organization that all they do is fight the government when the government overreaches its power. You supposedly hate when the government overreaches its power. And you hate these people. Please reconcile that. It's, Shut up, commie. Why do you hate America? I'm like, oh, you don't want to answer that question. It's, I wonder, it's, 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 yeah, it's like yeah. the buffet it's, Bibles. Buffet. It's no. Christian. Buffet yeah. constitutionalism. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's – I. Come on, computer. Yeah. I want to read this thing computer. because there's a little bit more wackiness. This is one of those baseball things that gets wacky. Major League Baseball Commissioner Rod Manfred remains confident that the Miami Marlins will be sold in the near future and said in an interview uh, broadcast Thursday that the price is not a major obstacle to that end. Just so we're clear on this, the asking price, um, I believe it's Loria's uh, who own the club right now. They own the, they own the, they got a brand new baseball stadium with the most hideous like sculpture in uh in center field it's the it's just it's like the mermaid and stuff like that the rest of the place is pretty cool it's a cool park okay 1.2 billion for the marlins price shouldn't be an object what does that tell you there's far you know there's that great line from uh gone in 60 seconds he goes you know i i saw this he goes, he's trying to, like, find out with the Ferraris. He goes, oh, I saw this particular model out. I saw three of these in front of a Starbucks. You know what that means? There's too many self-indulgent Wheaties with too much money. There you go. Yep. $1.2 should not be a hindrance to buying the fucking Marlins. When did they become worth? I'm assuming that comes with the stadium. I'm, I'm, I, I, there's no why, way the why team would, is why worth $1.2 So it's got to be with the stadium. By the way, the stadium built with what? Huh? Taxpayer money. Mm-hmm. Taxpayer money. It's not like Loria put up the dough, baby. He didn't. He's basically going to profit from our tax dollars. Mm-hmm. Okay, and baseball's totally happy with that. They're just looking for people with a lot of money, you know, to invest because they want as much money brought into the game as humanly possible. So I don't know. It's just another thing with baseball. I've been reading this thing about an interesting uh, piece about what baseball is going to be like in twenty years and how they're they're changing certain things and where we're going to be going from that. It's, it's an interesting little piece. I'm going to talk about that. Probably down the line after I put it all together. All right, here we go. New Hampshire's a drug-infested den. Yeah, well. Okay, I, th- I saw a map. We're jealous. Yeah, between 1999, yeah. Here's the interesting thing, is that this has become a major concern because of heroin. Okay? However, in 2015, more than one-third of the U.S. adults were prescribed opioids. Really a third? Wow, wow that's third. a lot. 
So the percentage of people dying from heroin tripled nationally from 2010 to 2015. Drug overdose is the leading cause of accidental death in America. Wow. You know, the last oxy that I had was the first oxy that I had. <laughs> That's a, wow, that I, was... I don't, I don't think I... I've never uh, taken one. Uh, I never took one. I was like, I'm not... I was never I, threw, I vomited for six hours. Between 1999 and 2014, American overdose deaths involving opioids nearly quadrupled. That's okay. 15 years, we quadrupled them. Okay? To 28,647, much of the increase driven by synthetic opioids such as fentanyl. Mm. Now, they're, they're saying, you know, they're, they're going to try and... They're basically going to try and use fentanyl as a fall guy. Nice try. You know what it is? It's American pharmaceutical companies getting rich. Yeah. That's it. They're the fucking, they make the Sinaloa and, you know, Michoacan cartels and the Juarez cartels look like fucking, you know, cottage wow. industries. Right. They're a cottage industry. They're God-level gangsters. They, you know, and the same politicians who have suddenly noticed this epidemic and then wanted to throw $45 billion, once again, of whose money? Uh, taxpayers. Thank you. In order to solve a problem that the, other the, people yeah. got rich off, off of. Right. You know, they suddenly noticed it. Why? Because now the people making the money are in American pharmaceutical companies. People making the money now aren't mm. contributing to their, to their political Campaign, campaigns. Yeah. That's why they're noticing it. It is fucked up Quite. that we aren't holding these companies... And there, and, and the, the people, and, the people, and, and the people all of the people that got it paid. Is a, it is a yeah. there's a RICO case oh. to be made in this. The representatives, the doctors, the pharmacies, the pain management clinics, the actual big pharmaceutical companies. They're advertising. We're one of only three countries in the world that actually allows, you know, pharmaceutical companies, drug companies to advertise. Okay prescription drugs on tv the whole point being is that people see this and you know now you've got like some sort of psychosomatic thing going on just like we do with you know trump it's the same thing they're building fear Mm -hmm. this is it's the fear that you feel a certain way so you must have this here's how we solve it you're fearing that the dollar is going to fall yeah lear capital invested silver guys saw this guy on tv in some ad you realize that these ads for these these companies, these gold, it's, you know, uh, William Devane, mm-hmm. you know, I, you know, what do you keep? What's in you? That's it. It's a uh, takeoff on the Capital One uh, lines. What's in your safe? I don't have mm-hmm. a fucking safe, all right? Bank of America's not going anywhere, dipstick, all right? So shut the fuck up and stop trying to make me scared so I can go to one of your fucking scam artists. Gold is at like twelve, thirteen hundred dollars $1,300 an ounce. That is so ridiculously overvalued. It is mind-boggling. It's more expensive than platinum. This guy, in one of these ads, the guy's like, I think silver's going to go up to $200 an ounce. Bullshit. Okay? I worked on the silver exchange at the commodities exchange when Nelson and Bunker Hunt literally tried to corner the silver market. Tried to corner it. Okay? And it was still only at like $12 an ounce. There's a worldwide shortage of silver. No, there isn't. There is no worldwide shortage of silver. There is no worldwide shortage of gold. You want to know why? They don't go away. You just keep redoing it over and over. The, every time we find more, mm-hmm. just tack it on top. Yeah. It's not going anywhere. <laughs> it's a base metal, which brings us back to changing of textbooks. See, the people uh, who change textbooks no. are the people who fall for this shit because they didn't study. Wait for it. Science! 
See, we want to. What they don't understand, of course, and they don't care. They don't care to. They understand. don't care. They, they don't care to understand. They don't give a shit. Well, we want to be able to to what question science? Is that what the, the, the uh, Thomas but, Dolby uh, making wait, out? Uh, but like, wait, like I want to grab them and shake them. Like, don't you understand? Science questions science. What you want to do is already part of the process that we call science. If you have something that you would like to bring to the table, like an idea, like why is there a rainbow, please bring it and we'll apply science to it. Yeah. All right? But we have discovered why there's a rainbow, and it's not uh, Bifrog, the bridge to the gods from Asgard. Uh, it's not Thor coming to visit. That's I was going to say. Right? You can't pray. It, you know, you pray for, that's, you know, you that's what, pray for rain. You that's what they said it was. Go into, go into a closet Look, and pray for a hot dog. We'll be happy to entertain your theory that it's that it's Bifrost, the rainbow bridge. We'll be happy to entertain that. And and then I will uh, show the kids how to make a rainbow with a garden hose. Right. And then <laughs> exactly. let, them, let them make up their own mind. Exactly, yeah. Okay? I, did, I really think that, you know, and, and we're going to get into this in the next, you know, in the next mm -hmm. segment, okay? All the Trump stuff that's going on. And John, let me tell you something. Galbraith nailed it. He has... You know, I read some of his books back in the day, you know, because I majored in economics. I've always been into economics and, you know, that kind of stuff. And he's the man. And he saw some of the stuff, the, the, the great lines. It was like, uh, when confronted with the choice between uh, admitting that one is wrong and proving that there is no need to do so, almost everyone gets busy on the proof. There you go. That's it. So we're going to have that. I. The opioid epidemic. This is like you know what it is. This is this is literally the scourge du jour. This is it, right? Because it was crack, you know, you know. Well, because it finally reached Butcher Hollow, right? You know, they didn't care about it when it was black uh, uh, people in the inner cities. Odin, of course, they never that did. didn't give a shit about. It. Same thing they didn't like with care AIDS about it or when, anything else. Yeah. When they're you know when their political sponsors, mm -hmm. okay, were getting rich off of it, right? How do you think? You know, the politicians that are screaming and yelling about this, they are the ones to blame. Right. They are the people who write the laws. They are the ones who are supposed to be doing oversight. Mm -hmm. They are the ones in charge of legislation. And they basically were not – they weren't asleep at they the wheel. They sold out. They, they took weren't the asleep money. at the wheel. They let somebody else drive the fucking car. Yep. They were in the backseat doing fucking – they were in the backseat fucking slamming dope. Yep. They were yep. fucking booting up in the back, man. Yep. Motherfuckers, a lot of them. Okay. What do you think? All right. I think it's groove time. I think it is groove time. We keep the groove going here on the groove on SoFlowRadio.com.
understood But now I've got The word is good Everywhere I go I can hear it said In all the good books And the bad books I've read Don't say it someone's presence, you feel as if you've lost a quart of plasma, avoid that presence. You need it like you need pernicious anemia. We don't like to hear the word vampire here trying to improve our PR. Interdependence is the key word. Enlightened interdependence. Life in all its rich variety, take a little, leave a little. However, by the inexorable logistics of the vampiric process, they always take more than they leave. Showed his hand, so righteous was 
Gage. He fucked up. Madonna, Bye Bye Baby from Erotica. That's my favorite album by her. It's that, that's on that Secret Gardens on that. It's all that, that Shep Pettibone influence on that. That's so bottom heavy. The bass is just so freaking bottom heavy. Before that, Buena Vista Social Club, Candela, which means... Flame. Thank you. Not, not fire. Not fire. Those are different things. They are different things. From their very from the first CD they came out with, that was a big. Uh, they got there's a lot of juice on that one when it came out in '97. Produced by Roy Cooter, went down there and fucking dug those guys out of the uh, whatever the hell they were in, put them out, and I don't know. I wonder if they get to keep their money. I don't know if they keep going back and forth, but they've got. They actually have another album out, a uh, live album that came out a couple years after that. For that, a couple of a little more advice. For young people from William Burroughs, surrounding Steely Dan, Charlie Freak from Petrol Logic. Yeah, you know what? If one version of the song The Word is good, you know what? Two's better. Sure. That's right, Betty LeVette, The Word. That's from her CD Interpretations, the British Rock Songbook, came out in 2010. And kicking off the set, brand new cup of coffee for you, the Magpie Salute Omission from their brand new CD, the Magpie Salute, just came out this year. It's... uh. Guys from the Black Crows, uh, Rich Robinson, uh, Mark Ford, those guys, they put together this new band. It's actually some pretty cool shit. You know, if you're into, you know, if you like the Black Crows, you'll probably mm-hmm. like this. It's pretty good. You know, it's good, solid rock and roll. So, I got a ton of stuff. But you know what? It's my birthday, and I want to keep my systolic and diastolic levels below a certain <laughs> certain thing. So, you know, I one of the things that kind of freaks me out is they've been doing, you know, now that they're on break. Okay, what we're going to see is a slew of these um, uh, news reports where they go out to vary, you know, because they're going to be covering all of the town halls. And, you know, I figured that McConnell actually shortened the uh, the break. McConnell and Ryan shortened the uh, summer break from five weeks to three weeks because they know they're just going to get wailed on by their constituency. So they might as well shorten it. Only three weeks of getting, you know, screamed at ad infinitum by the people they had made promises to and could not keep. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm watching this thing. It's like, you know, these Trump supporters are being interviewed and asked if they still support him, and they do. They're like, you know, he's getting stuff done. If it weren't for the obstructionist Democrats. Democrats are such obstructionists. Right. Simple minds, presumably, are the easiest to manage. That is John Kenneth Galbraith from the Affluent Society in 1958. Here's a great – this is one of these great lines. Uh, You know, I went through a whole bunch of stuff from him, and and he really really did see it before anybody else. He said, um, people are the common denominator of progress. No improvement is possible with unimproved people. Brings us back to that whole education thingy, mm-hmm. you know, the textbook thingy. And advance is certain when people are liberated and educated. It would be wrong to dismiss the importance of roads, railroads, power plants, mills, and other familiar furniture of economic development. At some point, at some stages of development, the stage, for example, that India and Pakistan have reached, mm-hmm. um, they are central to the strategy of development. But we are coming to realize, I think, that there is a certain sterility in economic monuments that stand alone in a sea of illiteracy. Conquest of illiteracy comes first. Mm. Was it? I think it was Sweden has like 100% literacy rate or some shit like that. Yeah. It's incredible. Bedingestrand! I just like saying, I just like yeah. saying Beding. I'm so glad that Duncan lives there. I mean, I, I, you know, we were friends when I was living in Dublin. 
So, and uh, shout out to Duncan's mom. She's uh, a little under the weather these days, so I hope you feel better in that. There was a uh, an interview that uh, Galbraith did with uh, The Guardian, which is a British magazine. It's back in 92. He said, people who are in, for- who are in a fortunate position always attribute virtue to what makes them so happy. Okay. <laughs> there is a certain part of the contented majority who love anybody who is worth a billion dollars. <laughs> <laughs> the contented and economically comfortable have a very discriminating view of government. Nobody is ever indignant about bailing out failed banks and failed savings and loans associations. But when taxes must be paid for the lower middle class and poor, the government assumes an aspect of wickedness. Mm. He nailed that Ooh. one. Fuck bullseye. Mm. Stick one. The modern here's what this this is from a 2002 interview, and let me tell you something. He this this one this this is like he hit the bullseye and then he put a bullet right through the existing hole so that there's only one hole there. That's how good this one is. The modern conservative is engaged in one of man's oldest exercises in moral philosophy. That is. The search for a superior moral justification for selfishness. <laughs> there you go. Nailed it. Yep. I got more for later. That's great. I literally have been going through. You know, the the thing is, is that I I've been you know going back and reading a bunch of Garbage, and then I I I started at this point. The West Wing is porno for me now. Okay. Old episodes of West Wing are now. I I pitched that. Wow. You know, that's the fantasy scenario. You know, those guys. Thinking, debating, recognizing that the world is big and there are many, you know, we're not the only people in it. And that it's getting, and that the world, while it is big, is getting smaller and smaller by virtue of progress. The physicality of the world is no longer an impediment mm-hmm. to, be, you know, to it's becoming closer to people, you know, doing things with each other. The fact that somebody's on the other side of the planet doesn't matter the way it did a hundred years ago, or fifty years ago, it doesn't matter anymore. Um, there was a uh, funny bit that I saw where some reporter from MSNBC went around to members of Congress and asked them if they thought President Trump told the truth. She this this I think it was Katie Turr, can't remember mm-hmm. which one it was. She literally would like get them as they were you know coming out you know right before they were on their way to their. Summer vacation. Mm-hmm. Three weeks summer vacation. You know, 17 days. Guy's playing golf. Donald Trump playing golf. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. And anyway, she, she asked them all, and I swear to God, okay, the verbal Fred Astaire routine these mm-hmm. guys had to do in order to try and not say, no, he's, he's just a flat-out liar. I mean, when they, once they stopped laughing... No, it was, it's like, it's like every one of those 60 minutes bits, you know, the, the, uh, you know, the, the guerrilla journalism thing, you know, all those things where they confront the guy like, look, we've got this right here. Well, it's basically the same thing. He just lied. Okay. He lied. You know, he lied. He's constantly lying. He he lies like he breathes. By the way, just so we're clear on this, Mm. I'm really loving my prediction that word of the year is going to be Twitter storm. Okay. I'm looking right. good now, man. I yep. am looking good for that one. I really am. Best word since Sharknado. Sharknado. Well, you thought it's uh, alternate facts. Yes. Yeah. That's not going to be the word of the year. It's but not that a word. one, but I'll tell you something. That may go down historically 
Uh, that may alternative, have more, alternative facts. Yeah, yeah, that may have more legs historically. But it's a phrase, so I don't know about word. I don't think well, Twitter storm is one word. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, know who, who the hell could. These guys, all these politicians, over and over, they, they literally went Ralph Cramden. They just went humming, 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 yeah. and, then, and then quickly got in their car. Gotta go, gotta go, gotta go. They should have Triumph, the insult comic dog. Have you do seen, that I've interview, seen do him. That I, I, yeah. Have you seen the video of him at the inauguration? Yeah. It's yeah. one of the funniest yeah. things ever, ever, it's, ever, it's ever. tragic comic. It is hilarious. If you, It's on YouTube. Oh, yeah. It's, it's uh yeah the uh, triumph the uh the, the, the comic in- insult comic insult dog. comic dog and he's at the inauguration and I I mean it's so funny you're gonna have to keep it on pause because you're gonna miss yeah bits and pieces mm-hmm. of it it's great I couldn't recommend it more uh heads will roll you know who said that Drudge uh, Marie, Marie Matt Drudge referring to conservatives referring to Trump, referring to their inability to get anything done. Uh, there's an interesting headline here. Says, Putin's bet on Trump presidency backfires spectacularly. Mm. No shit, Sherlock. Nice try there, pal. Still. Right. From his perspective, because he didn't he get the get sanctions lifted. They it's put all, more on. It's all about what it looks like, like right, now, what it really I is. wasted all that money. Still got Crimea. Yeah. That's not going anywhere. Still, no. He's still... He's yeah. still affecting uh, elections uh, all over the place. All over the world. He's still basically, uh, he's still basically trying to invade it's, the, con- it's the country. It's in the global news every day now. I mean, now it's not like, you know, it's so public now. It can't, he can't go on like before. I think it's interesting. This is something that really kind of, you know, I, I've been thinking about this because basically – since January 20th, there's been only one piece of actual legislation that passed the House, mm-hmm. passed the Senate, and was signed by the president. And it's the bill that, that he signed last week for sanctions against yes. Russia, Russia. <laughs> Iran, mm-hmm. North Korea. Mm-hmm. Now, I've been saying for a long time that you – know, or people – actually, basically, the, the, the line out there is that – Trump admires Putin. He, you know, Putin's his hero. But that's not true. That's not true. You know who his hero is? Okay, it's Kim Jong Il. He yeah. lo- That's what he wants. I promise you, his goal is not to be president. He wants to be a cult leader. That's why he's got this new TV thing. You know, on Facebook, mm-hmm. state-run television. It's just the first step. He doesn't care. Okay, about the multitudes. Mm-hmm. He doesn't care what his percentages are. He wants to be able to leave office, not go to prison and have 20 million rabid followers. That's what he wants. Yeah, well. 20 million foaming at the mouth, apoplectic. Yeah. Build well, the wall, lock her up, mm-hmm. chant and response morons. Like little lemmings. Well, if we have to fight the civil war Worst again, cult of personality yeah. or lack thereof. Yep. You know, there's a thing that's going. There's a show that's on tonight that I'm I'm actually kind of anxious to see. It's on uh, CNN. Fareed Zakaria is doing a bit mm-hmm. on. Uh, I think it's called "Why Trump Won." That's okay. what he's doing because just like I I listened to what I said back in uh, June of 2015, June, July, and August, and I said I bet everything. There's no way he's going to win. That's why he gets to say anything he wants. Because he knows there's no way he's actually going to have to back it up because he's not going to get elected. And as I've said before, we've now gotten to a case of the 
that's worse than the proverbial dog catching the car. He's now the dog that literally ran past the car and is confused because he doesn't there's nothing for him to chase anymore. Mm-hmm. So he looks around, he slows down, turns around, looks for something to chase, gets run over by the car he was just chasing. He needs to have a foe. He needs to have a car to chase. Without that car there, he's confused. That's why it's still about how Hillary, come nobody's talking Hillary. about the emails. Just out of curiosity, uh, you know what? You know what I haven't heard in a while? You know what word I haven't heard? You know what town, city name I haven't heard in a long time? Benghazi. No. Oh, yeah, yeah, well. Benghazi. No need for that. No need for that. Anyway. Emails, you know? I'm, I'm, he's still. He's the only one, just by the so, way. Just so we're clear on this, okay, Donald Trump Jr., that whole email thing where he got caught with that yeah. makes me makes me actually feel a little bit better about Hillary, Hillary Clinton. At least she had the good sense to get rid of hers. That's how stupid Donald Trump is. He didn't learn from her. They spent right. all these years talking about yep. these emails that she wiped clean. I mean, no, look. They were smashing the blue let me blackberries tell you with hammers. Did like, she do something... You know, nefarious? Nope. Damn right she did. Oh, the destroying the emails? Ah, Listen, I don't on. want anybody looking at my emails, all right? And I'm not in government. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right? If you're in government, okay, that's it. You're done. Yeah. Okay? You want to talk about, you know, transparency? Well, glass houses? Yeah. You know, talk yeah. about transparency now. That's how stupid these guys are. They've been listening to mm. the thing, and they're like, oh, I guess it's better to still have them than to have somebody scream about us getting rid of them. No, I don't think in this case that's true. I think you're just fucking stupid. I also find it funny that the... the it's not that they're stupid. They literally think they're above the law. Like, th- so what? They're not just so above the what? law, but I'm above common sense. Common sense. Well, also. And, 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 devoid of common yeah. sense. Above it? I don't think so. The other I irony... I think they burrow beneath the ground that common uh, sense well, crawls upon. These, these are days. people that have exceeded the Peter Principle generations ago. Well, you know, they, and they, oh, yeah. They, they, if if not for you know America and, and that you uh, can be corrupt and thrive in America, they would not have. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> here's another one. Uh, our political our political life favors the extremes of speech. The man who is gifted in the arts of abuse is bound to be a notable, if not always, great figure. That is uh, Galbraith, and that's from uh, Things Become More Serious. Uh, he wrote, you know, he wrote about the crash of '29, and then he wrote about it's. He's, if you're into economics, you want to know the way, to, you know, how things really happen. Read Galbraith. The thing is, is that this bill that was signed into law last week, it's the only piece of legislation, actual law, was put in place, and it's notable for one really, 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 really important reason. Donald Trump did not want. To sign this. He had to sign it mm-hmm. because had he tried to veto it, it would have been overridden yeah. like that. And that would have basically been the end of his presidency. Right, and just to be clear, before I say anything else, just mm-hmm. to be clear on this, we need Donald Trump to remain president all four years. Getting, We need him to remain president for at least the next two years until the next presidential election cycle happens. Because if we get rid of him the next year and Pence comes in, Pence is going to be a yes man. And he's going. he's not going to be insane <laughs> the way Trump is. Right. He's his own version of yeah. Jesus worshiping insanity, ridiculousness. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I don't want to be around. I don't want to be around. What are you, a rabbi? Oh, yes. man, I can't have dinner with another woman. Shut up. But what was interesting about this particular piece of legislation is that incorporated into it, 
written into the bill was a clause that basically said that the president, President Trump, could not get rid of the sanctions without specific congressional approval. And what this is, is it's literally the first, it's not the first, but I think this is the the most recent and most notable example of Congress chipping away at the power of a branch of government that they don't like. Because the president can't chip away at Congress's power. But Congress actually does, and the, and the Supreme Court, do have the legislative authority in many instances to subvert the president. They can override a veto, for instance. Mm-hmm. They can chip away at his power. And it's like the state of Texas, where basically the governors there were so corrupt for so long that the state legislature took away most of their serious responsibility. And what, we're, what, the, what they're doing here is making Trump into what he really wants to be. Which is a figurehead. Yeah. He wants all the pomp and none of the circumstance. Mm -hmm. And this is what this is what Congress basically said, okay, because you know what? We're not sure we're gonna be able to actually live through the circumstances of your pomp. So we're gonna take that away. We're gonna let you, you know, cut a few ribbons, say a few, you know, go to a few rallies. Talk to a few hillbillies. These aren't even rednecks. These are hillbillies. My Dude, brother, that's, that's what he's left with. Yeah. Okay. And But here's the, the, the scary part that, that stood out to me is that now that that's there, okay, what happens when the next president comes in and he's not – you know, the next president that doesn't happen to be Looney Tunes? At that point, because right now what's unusual about this is this is the kind of thing you would expect to see, okay, if Obama were still in office. Hey. And they knew that they could garner up that that reserve well in the heartland of the country of bigotry and racism. And, you know, pull the bucket up and pull the bucket up and there's still plenty of water in there. Okay? Full of deplorables. There it is. That yeah, yeah. Well of deplorables. Basket. Basket. Okay? The thing about this is that you would expect it if there was a Democrat. But the Republicans are actually doing it to a Republican. That's how fucked up Trump is. Mm-hmm. They're so worried about what he could do, you know, with a presidential decree, mm-hmm. okay, that they're going to try and limit his power. My question and my, my fear is that this is going to be the new trend now. We're going to see this over and over. They're going to chip away at that branch of government. Uh, we'll see. You know, he doesn't represent the people. He represents the elitists. Uh, you know, yeah. east of I-95 and west of the 405. We'll see. Everybody in the middle is, they're not on that. We're going to have, you know, I pointed this out uh, when I was talking about pot legislation. I was saying, you know, it's interesting that, you know, 84% of America, something like, it was something like 80% of America lives in a state where pot is, to some degree or another, legal. Mm-hmm. To some degree or another, okay? But there were 27, yeah, but that was 20 Three states. So you had 80% of the country in 23 states. That meant that 27 states did not legalize. That means that 20% of the country has 54 senators who can basically fuck 80% of the country. And they really, that's what McConnell's trying to do. Mm-hmm. That's what the Republicans have consistently tried to do. And look, Democrats, you want to win, you got to move to the heartland. 
You're going to have to move. Yep. There's literally no other way. Yep. There is no other way. You're right. You can't do it from New York from, and right. L.A. From and San corners. Francisco. Yep. Nope. And, and nope. Boston. You're right. can't be done. Just start a new base we in St. Louis. That's right in the middle. We don't need a new strategy. You know what we need? A road trip, bitches. Let's go. I'll Seriously. drive the bus. Get on that bus, baby. That's it. We need a road trip. And I'm going to tell you something. You know, I was thinking about uh, candidates that basically lost... You know, it's going to be interesting to listen to this Fareed Zakari thing tonight because everybody got it wrong. All the pollsters got it wrong. And you got to ask yourself because you're watching, you know, I was telling you about these people that are being interviewed. And they still they still support them. Mm-hmm. You know, this, this willful ignorance, this cognitive dissonance. But all of the pollsters got it wrong. All of them got it wrong. Mm-hmm. Now, how could that be? How is it possible that that could happen? Well... You have to consider that the people that were being polled lied to the pollsters because they were embarrassed. They didn't want to admit mm-hmm. that deep down inside, when they're at home alone with their friends, yeah, nigger is an acceptable word to say at the dinner table. Not at the restaurant. No, 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 no. But when they're at home, yeah. And they lied. And this is where we get to this this place where the embarrassment factor is coming into play. Nobody wants to admit that they're for the they're for the they're for the bigot, they're for the racist, they're for the uneducated. They want to turn back the hands of time. Nobody wants to admit that, which is why, you know, when faced with the choice between admitting some one is wrong and proving that there is no need to do so, almost everybody gets busy on the proof. And that's mm-hmm. what we're seeing now. And the question that that has to be asked is when twenty twenty well, twenty eighteen is going to be kind of a first you know, that's going to be the shot across the bow to a certain degree. But in 2020, you got to ask yourself, how can we trust polls ever again? Because what we've learned is that there is a huge part of the constituency that will lie to pollsters because they just don't want to have somebody look at them and say, really? You're really? Yeah, that's stupid. They don't like... To be thought. So they figure if they go the other way, they're going to be thought of as smart. This is the sales technique that I have talked about for years. Okay, I told every sales salesperson that worked under me. Okay, when a prospective customer asks you a question, I don't care what the question is; it doesn't matter. It's irrelevant. The first thing out of your mouth should be this. You ready? Mm-hmm. Wow, great question. Yeah. Right. Right. Wow, great question. The next thing out of your mouth is going to be this. You know, what mo- I'll tell you something. What most of my clients are doing is mm-hmm. you right. basically describe what it is you want them to do. And the reason for that mm-hmm. is twofold. Wow, great question. That immediately makes them feel smart. Mm-hmm. I'm smarter than the other people. He didn't say to me, well, everybody That's asked that question. question, yeah. idiot. Okay. But he answers the question by saying, well, what most of my clients are doing. Because he realizes that what most people want to do is what, is what they think yeah. most people are doing. Mm-hmm. Nobody, nobody wants to stand alone. There's a uh, oh, I, I I think I have this Galbraith quote uh, quote in here someplace. Hang on, I'm almost certain I wrote it down. Damn, I didn't. There was a uh, she's got a quote there. It's basically, you know, it's always easier to stand with those in a group of people who are wrong than to be right and alone. Mm-hmm. You know, people always, you know, they want to do what they think most people are doing. And by most people, when you're talking about politics, polls, okay, most people is what 
their neighbors are doing. That's what most people means in this instance. Mm-hmm. They're neighbors. Yeah. They're going to do what they're neighbors. We're lemmings by nature. We are lemmings by nature. And you know what? The tribalism that is rearing its ugly head to a really you know, borderline catastrophic mm-hmm. degree at this point is scary. The us and them uh, dynamic that is being uh, basically, you know, taken advantage of. I mean, it's being, you know, basically it's being cultivated. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's a way for people behind the cultivation to profit from it at the expense of the people who don't realize they're being manipulated. Right. And all of this collusion stuff, where he says there was no collusion, there was no collusion. You know, the thing is, is that there was collusion. And the way you know that, and this is, just so we're clear on this, this is how it's going to end up coming out. As much as I'd like to think it would be about his taxes, what they're going to realize is that ads were targeted in certain areas. And the only way to know which of those areas were the right ones to target, you'd have to get electoral map analysis mm-hmm. from the campaigns. Dun, 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 dun. There you go, baby. Otherwise, how would they know where to target their ads? What, they had their own, you know, well, electoral gonna, map analysis? Well, yeah, well, I'll, I'll answer like Trump. Oh, you know, the, the Russians, you know, my Baron can uh, do anything, and he's 10 years old in the computer, and if the Russians are capable of doing uh, the hacking the emails, you know, they can do... Named his kid Baron. I like that name, actually. But... Baron Trump? Hello. Yeah. Whatever. I mean, why not? They changed their name to Trump anyway, which so... Trump. Why not? Trump. You know... Can I give the governor a Trump? You know, Prince's dad named him Prince. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, I I believe Prince's dad named him the artist formerly known as Prince. Uh, That's a very good good point. It's just a symbol. (laughs) It's like the symbol now. That's all it is. It's his own personal gang sign. I'm going to change my name to a posture. What is this with all these people? <laughs> yeah, somebody else. So you you can't pronounce my name. You just have to stand a certain way and look. That's it, right. That's, that's, my name is a posture. My name is a posture. Dennis Miller bobblehead. What is that? That's my name. It's a posture. Well, so Dennis yeah. Miller doesn't need a bobblehead yeah. because he is in and of himself a bobblehead. Like that's how he's always going like that. This bobblehead right. thing. You know, I got more, but I just yeah. don't think I can stand it. And it's my that's birthday. A, it's your birthday. I'm Slack. not doing that. So you know what we're going to do? Groove. Damn, Skippy. We keep the groove going. With Texas Hippie Coalition on the Groove Down on SoFloRadio.com.
not prefer sympathy to the mentally ill. It's a bottomless pit. Tell them firmly, I'm not paid to listen to this drill. You are eternal food. And avoid confirmed criminals. They are a special malignant strain of food. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Swing your partner, I'm about to start to dance across the land that came to scar the people of our community. Cause we're soon to see the future of the world to be without unity. So brothers and sisters, let's check our history to reveal what's been hidden a mystery. Because we're headed for self-destruction and you know that the government doesn't give a fuck when one black brother sells another one dope. And he can't cope so he dies without hope. Many of us live on this level, misled victims who dance with the devil. Dance with the devil. Dance, dance with the devil. Dance with the devil. Dance, dance with the devil. Dance with the devil. Dance, dance with the devil. Dance with the devil. Dance, dance with the devil. Guns are being bought over the counter like candy, coming in handy for chumps to act manly. Once before they were only for the law, but no more for sure. Looking at a LA gun war, even in Brooklyn, lives are being chucking. The Bronx is dying while the rocks are steady cooking. Capsule after capsule, setting up a trap to destroy a lot of time without a hassle. I couldn't kill my brother about a color of cocaine, not even over a rope chain. In this world, I'm considered a rap rebel. Correct those who dance with the devil. Dance with the devil. Dance with the devil. Dance with the devil. Dance, dance with the devil. Dance with the devil. Dance with the devil. Dance with the devil. Dance, dance with the devil. There's no survival. Bodies coming GOA, dead on arrival. Every time someone ships an artillery, begins the game, wondering who will the killer be. There's no war, so the Navy must want to see drugs and guns shipped into our country, so we can shoot each other and sell each other death, and imprison all the other ones left. So it's time to start the rise, we can't be uncivilized, we gotta realize that being the baddest doesn't matter when your life is had. So let Michael Jackson be bad. No time to devastate. We gotta elevate to a higher level than dancing with the devil. Dance, dance with the devil. Dance with the devil. This is a dance with the devil. Dance with the devil. Dance, dance with the devil. Dance with the devil. Dance, dance with the devil. Dance with the devil. Dance, dance with the devil. Dance with the devil. Looking at the fall of our new generation Makes me wonder about the Emancipation Proclamation We're considered to be free, but did slavery devour When we still slaves for mental death and power Misled and unknowing People are going more and more beneath instead of growing Express yourself, was said by N.W.A. So stop giving trouble a play Cause those who chose to oppose never rose They all froze at 32 degrees to enemies That already tricked them and made them fall victim Just look at them. What we need is peace and love and more love. But I don't see none of the above. So one for the base and two for the treble. Come on, y'all. Don't dance with the devil. Dance with the devil. Dance, dance with the devil. Dance with the devil. 
to the back of the head for you. Brand new stuff from the Purple Velvets out of Kansas City. The one thing I can't find. They're going to have a new CD that's coming out soon. That's uh, my friend Alon, you know, guitar player from Headless Horseman and uh, with the original guitar player from the Fuzz Tones for all those years. So groovy stuff right there. I got all five of the brand new tracks. You sent me some new masters of that. And that one just kind of stood out to me. So you want to definitely keep your eye on that, because it's going to be a uh, a nice slab of rock and roll purity. Before that, yeah, Big Daddy King, Dance with the Devil from Taste of Chocolate. This is third CD. Straight out of bed style, brah. I got my Brooklyn shirt on. So we got a little Big Daddy King. He was one of the original members of, uh, uh, what the fuck was it called? The Juice Crew with, you know, Marley Marl, Roxanne Shantae. Roxanne, Roxanne. 
and all that stuff. Cool G Rap was in there. Those are some, you know, those crews from back in the day turned out a bazillion individual stars. You know, Diamond D and the Psychotic Neurotics and all that. I love that stuff. Eat it up with a spoon. For that, yeah, a little more William Burroughs, Vice for Young People. For that, I love the track. The Pointer Sisters, Don't It Drive You Crazy. That's from Having a Party, came out in 77. Dynamite track. That's just, that is, that's literally, that's a groovy song. It's a remastered edition, so kind of a bonus package here. And kicking off the set, a, a true, a love song, a ballad in the Tony Bennett tradition from Texas Hippie Coalition. No shame. King <laughs> of the Rednecks. I was like, you know, when when I hear that, that's what when I'm walking down the aisle. When I'm walking down the aisle, that's the first dance. That's the first dance song after you get married. That kind of Texas Hippie Coalition. You know, they're doing a lot of bar mitzvahs these days. I think, <laughs> you know. So that's from Pride of Texas. Their first album came out in 2008. That was one of the things that uh, my brother was talking about. He goes, you know, rednecks when they want to. The, the low-level redneck is called a hillbilly by the redneck. Right. Yeah, so that's, that's actually that's, that's true. When yeah. I lived in North Carolina, the rednecks would uh, yeah, they'd call people to, hillbillies. Oh, that's a hillbilly. Yeah, I, was, <laughs> I, was in, I lived in South Carolina. I was in Greenville, Spartanburg. I goes, you know, let me ask you something. If a married couple from, from Greenville, they move to California and they get a divorce, are they still legally brother and sister? Yes. Okay, okay. just checking on that. All right, well, you know what? I bitched enough, so you know what it's time for me to do. It's time for me to take care of the people who take care of me. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Precision Auto Works in Pompano Beach, Florida. 954-247-9362. Bumper to bumper. If you have any make or model manufactured in the last 100 years, Dave, Kerry, and the entire A-S-E. It took me me two years to get that right, but I'm getting it right now. The entire crew... These guys get the job done. Groove-a-thon approved. Easy to get to, okay, yep. if you happen to live down here in Florida. If you, you know, if you're living in Bedingistan, Sweden, probably not the place you're taking your car. Although I don't think Duncan drives. He's pretty hippied out these days. They got their little, their little thing up there. God bless them for it. But uh, you take 95 to Atlantic, go east to Andrews. One by, yeah, one light over the third, make the turn, make the turn, it's right there. Third, 60 seconds right off the highway. Absolutely Groovathon approved. Bumper to bumper, mention the Groovathon, you will get a discount, but you won't need it. You can go to the SoFloRadio.com website. Click on the box that says Tony C's SoFlo Groovathon. It's going to take you to my page inside the site. You're going to see every single show I've ever done. Every single one of them available to be listened to or downloaded for free. That's right, baby. Because on my birthday, I don't want gifts. I give gifts. The gift of groove, baby. That's the gift that keeps on giving. And above the link for each show, you'll see that show's lineup. Every single song I've ever played listed on that page. And right at the top there, you're going to see a description of the show. And there's a link for Precision Auto Works. Click on the link. It'll take you right to their page. Absolutely the place you want to go. 954-247-9362. Precision Auto Works, Pompano Beach, Florida. It is absolutely the place where people who love their cars take their cars. You know what that means. What? What does ah, it mean? Time for the drive groove. You want shredders? You want some freaking shredders? I got your freaking shredders right here for the drive groove on SoFloRadio.com. <laughs> Thank you. 
them also, just the way I like them, man, with rock, candy, funk, party. That shit's off the chain right there. I got four. That's a song called Cube's Brick. It's live from the baked potato. It's Joe Bonamasso on guitar. That's his kind of his jazz funk band there, Rock Candy Funk Party. I played some stuff by them before. That and Black Country Communion. That's the stuff that Bonamasso does that I like. It's the other stuff, the the blues stuff. And you know, I get these emails from him, man. He's like he's like a merchandising machine. Seriously, he's this guy. You know, look. He's been a famous, you know, the kid, he was famous when he was 13. I've seen videos of him, you know, with, you know, hey, you know, Wonderkin, Joe Bonamasso. So I got this stuff, this uh, Rock Candy Funk Party. And he's one of these guys, him and J.D. Simon, who I played right before that. These guys are like, they're guitar junkies. They just have tons and tons and tons and tons of classic guitars. The guitar he's using on this, I have four different versions of this song from four different nights to Baked Potato. And he... All of them are different. All all those solos are different, and he uses different guitars. Now, in this particular version, he's using a, I believe it's a 67 Telecaster. Vintage stuff, great. That, that uh, chicken-picking sound. He's got, you know, like real good, you know, that uh, uh, Albert Lee. That kind of Albert Lee sound, you know, that great, just that, that pristine sound he's got another version that i almost played where he's using i have it written down he's playing a 59 gibson les paul deluxe loud guitar right there man so those guys so you know they're i believe black country communion has something coming out soon on mascot the mascot label and i think rock candy funk party also has something coming out soon so he's one of these guys he does like all these little bits and pieces and stuff. His solo stuff interests me not at all. The Black Country Community and this stuff, Rock Andy Funk Party. There's a whole series of videos from uh, Iridium in New York uh, when they played there, a place where I actually saw Les Paul. I actually saw Les Paul play there, like D. Les Paul. Those videos are phenomenal. You definitely want to check that out. Some great videos from Iridium of John Schofield playing or two, one of my favorite guitar players. I actually went to that show. It's the only show I went to with my brother. Before that, brand new stuff from Simo, J.D. Simo, Don't Waste Time. That was from about three weeks ago at the Big House in Macon, Georgia. He's got a new CD coming out in September, and that song, Don't Waste Time, is going to be on the brand new CD. So, hey, guess what? I'm pretty sure nobody's played that shit before, baby. Right the fuck here. Boy, that, we love him. Can't go wrong. Eric Weisberg. Steve Mandel, Dueling Banjos, that's Pony Express from the uh, Deliverance soundtrack. Of course, Eric Weisberg emanates from where all great things emanate from. Yeah, New York City. One of the great flat pickers in the world from New York City. Before that, going out to my man Drew Gayton, little Rory Gallagher there. McAvoy Boogie, that is live from Bremen, Germany in 1972. You want to get on the bandwagon with this one. They are actually trying to rename the airport in Cork, Ireland. The Rory Gallagher Airport. Oh. There's also a petition for him to get into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I, you know, I'm not sure he should be, you know, they, they should have like a special wing for like these great guitar players who didn't get the big stuff and their influence is vast, but it's, you know, this is one of those things like Rush was inducted before Yes. And I thought it was interesting that Rush said that one of their major influences was Yes. I was like, well, explain it to me how Yes isn't in there before Rush. 
guys like Gallagher. Gary Moore's in there with Thin Lizzy. Um, you know, but uh, I'd love to see uh, Rory Gallagher, you know, get a little more. He, he should get a little more of his due. He's great. You want great rock, blues guitar? I played uh, on the boards uh, by him uh, from his original band, Tate. I think it was called Taste? Taste. And uh, just great, great stuff. Brings me back to my days living in Ireland. Kicking it off. My man. My favorite. My, in my opinion, the best all-around guitar player. Still, to this day, living on the planet, Steve Morse. Steve Morse band. Battle Lines from Southern Steel. That was his fourth solo album. So that's with uh, Dave LaRue and Van Romaine on drums. I've seen Steve Morse and Dixie Drakes a bazillion times. I'll tell you something. He was named uh, best all-around guitar player in Guitar Magazine's Reader's Poll five straight years, after which he wasn't eligible anymore. If he had been eligible, you know, and it was after that that people like Satriani got to, you know, got their got their cracked prize. Right? But I'll tell you something. Had they, you know, that was back like, back then it was the same thing with Jeopardy. If you won five straight days, you then went on to the Tournament of Champions. Mm-hmm. So I remember the guy, when he had the old dollar figures, the, the largest one-week money winner was a, was a transit cop named Frank Spanklenberg. Mm-hmm. And after my friend Brian Flanagan won, and uh, actually Dave Cook won first, then Brian Flanagan won. I actually know a whole bunch of people have been on Jeopardy. So, but when Flanagan won, he had a whole party up at the night cafe, and Frank Spanklenberg was there. So I got to meet him. I got to meet the guy from, you know, Quiz Show, the guy at the Turturro place. Mm-hmm. Okay? He was the, wow. the, the actually, yeah, he was there. You know, so that's, you know, it's pretty cool. But I saw Frank Spangenberg. I guess they gave him a big promotion after that because I saw him on the subway and he was dressed nice. He wasn't wearing a unit. He had like a suit on. They they moved him up a bit because they were like, wow, this guy's pretty fucking smart. Had that big Fu Manchu mustache. I remember that as well. So there you go, pal. The birthday show. Happy birthday. Yeah, man. Yeah. Rock and roll. I love that stuff. All that. God, just great guitar there. And you know what? We're not done with it. We're not done. No, 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 You think that's all? Negative, Big Duke Six. All right? Negative. Because we're going to finish off today with little Santana. We're going to finish it off with hope you're feeling better, which is what I always hope. I'm going to come back in two weeks. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to try and do the exact same thing again, just a little bit better. Now, bonus package, I believe... That two weeks from today will be the day Trump comes back from vacation. So by the time I get in here at two, he should have tweeted up a just, you know, the, we'll see. I don't know, the linguistic know. equivalent of what would be you know, spewed in, into a vomitorium. In, in radio, that's how, that's how you fire people. <laughs> is they go on vacation, they don't come back. And as a matter of fact, when you tell someone... Hey, uh, I'm going on vacation. They go, you're right. You got no, it's actually a vacation. It's actually, it's a real vacation. Although people say that, and they don't come back. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm going on vacation where? Oh, <laughs> to the funny farm where people go. Got some more Galbraith quotes in here. More die in the United States of too much food than of too little. That is from the mm-hmm. Affluent Society in 1958. Yep. We do not manufacture ones for goods we do not produce. And finally, one man's consumption becomes his neighbor's wish. Ain't that the case? Yep. You know, we're seeing that all over. Remember, there's us and them, but even among us, there's us and them. Yep. All right? We don't need that anymore. Okay? We really no, don't. No, we don't. We're going to have to start, you know, we do. We have to start asking ourselves, why would people lie 
to pollsters, and then we need to go out there and find out what would drive them to say one thing and do the other mm-hmm. out of embarrassment, out of out of whatever, and see what what we need a road trip, road trip. Yeah, we need a road trip. Okay. The economic, politically, political sanity tour, 2017, 2018. Get a big bus. bus, okay? Get a bus. Let's go out there and bring some people out. This is one of those things. John McCain, okay? Mm-hmm. What a fucking doddering old fool. Finally, just oh. when I'm getting ready to make a joke mm-hmm. about, you know, frontal lobotomies and stuff. Because he got that big scar. He, yeah. made, he, he fucks me all up to hell by going onto the floor of the Senate and doing the coolest thing I've ever fucking seen. Yep. Walks right over to McConnell and just basically sticks his thumb down yep. and then right in his fucking yep. eye. That, seriously. Okay? Yeah. yeah. I know he just spent six years in a place that I wouldn't last six fucking minutes. So he's a hero. We give him a lot of leeway because, you know, we, you mm-hmm. know, he didn't have to go. He manned up. But I'll tell you, that's manning up right there. That was. That was. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Johnny. John, we love yeah, you, man. Going you out know, swinging. I bitch about you. I have bad-mouthed you before. But, you know, your service never bad But in this occasion, baby, Maverick, get all Mavericky, baby. Get Mavericky on that ass because I love that shit. You know, seriously. Now, I really hope, please, let him pull through. Because I think that now, as he sees the end coming, mm-hmm. he's just fucking, he's got, he's free to do what he wants. He can basically tell the party elders, have you lost your fucking mind? Yep. Because he is rational. He's just had to spend all that time because, you know, there's a party affiliation, party loyalty, you know, plus he's a conservative. So some of these are, in fact, is ideological. He's not ideologically intransigent. He's... A bit mucked and mired, you know, but I wouldn't say that they put concrete boots on him. And, you know, and the reason I can say that is because he came into this. Mm-hmm. Nobody was expecting that. Nobody was expecting that. Nope. That was We're great. proud of you, John. <clears throat> Thank we you. are proud. There you go, baby. Right there. Hey, man. 71. Right. Let's do it. 71. I'm loving that action, baby. Hey, you know what? I'm going to go home now. And I'm going to spend the rest of the evening writing thank you notes to people. All right. You know? And I got, you know, I am the luckiest guy on the fucking planet. I fell ass backwards into greatness with you. Okay? Okay? Thank Seriously. You. I can't do this shit without you. Can't be done. Can't be done. Can't be done. Cannot be done. Gramps, Shucks. Master, Flash. King of the Crossfader. That used to be Jam Master J, but... Yeah. Unfortunately, Jason Mizell is no longer with us. That's all right. New I'm a, ground holder. I'm a grandfather. There it is. Gramps master flesh. <laughs> but we don't want the furious with the furious four no. with one uh, in the tombs. Yeah, let's talk I wonder if they put nickname. him in the tombs. I wonder if he's actually made it out to Rikers by now. If they bailed him out yet? I don't. You know, we wasn't rich. He was working as a handyman. Right. Kid grill. No. So you know, you know, if you're going to do that, they're going to they're going to process you down downtown they're going to take you to center street then they're going to put you in the tombs and then after a while they just they ship you out to rikers if you can't make bail until trial date don't ask me how i know all that you know mm-hmm. don't ask don't ask any event i'm super duper grateful you know mom i love you my family i got a call from my uh, cousins and my aunt and uncle yesterday they were down at the beach down long beach Island. So it was like an at&t commercial hey we get the phone pass the phone around so, you know, I was right out of the TV commercial. Got to got to speak to my uncle and my cousins and stuff. So that was super duper cool. Got to play music from friends of mine today, from Ron Sunshine. I got to play music from Alain Portnoy and the Purple Velvets. You know, that shit makes me happy. I'm wearing my Verkstadt shirt. Shout out to Robin. You know, Verkstadt, finest in Austrian cuisine, located in the heart of Brooklyn. 
Try the pretzels. I might. <laughs> Try the goulash. It's the best in the city. <laughs> Any event. Gratefully appreciate everybody who's been tuning in and downloading. I'll be back in a couple of weeks, as always, for myself and Los Georges over there. It is peace and aloha. Good night, Mom.
live from the beautiful city of Hollywood, Florida, USA. This is SoFloRadio.com.